When talking about babies with younger kids, my four-year-old, is it okay to tell them that babies come out of the vagina? And welcome back to Sitting in a Car. I'm Sarah Sproul and I sit in a car with you each week answering a question to help you raise your confident and caring young person who respects themselves and the people around them. So this question is about personal comfort and um, it's not just about our child's comfort with words, it's actually about our comfort with words too. I remember... Oh, it was years ago now, maybe five years ago, um, we were having a staycation before staycations were even a thing uh, because we were sometimes just too disorganized to book holidays. So this staycation, we were driving over to Hoth. We had two dogs that we were dog sitting and three children, an 11-year-old, a 9-year-old and a 7-year-old. And we were walking along the Hoth clifftop path. And if you know anything about me, you will know that me and Heights are not friends. And in fact, I, all I remember about that part of that walk is just feeling anxious the whole time uh, about whether the, I was going to fall over the cliff. <laughs> I laugh about it now because I'm not standing on the cliff. But if you put me back there right now, I would be uh, horrified and scared. So because I was so worried about my own safety, I could not even manage to think about the children or the dogs. And I just had to say to my co-parents that day, I am feeling so anxious about this. I can't even look at the children walking along this path. You're going to have to do the whole thing. And thankfully, like he has no problem with height. So that was easy enough. But uh, let's talk about this idea of using the word vagina with children uh, around the age of four. If we are in conversations about babies and how they are born. So point one, when we are talking to our child about vaginas, we can also talk about a wider conversation about all the openings we have in our body. And when we start talking about all the openings we have in our body, the conversation becomes much more about anatomy and science. And we tend to not feel so anxious and worried about talking about all the openings together. So what are all the openings? Uh, we have our mouth, we have our nostrils, we have our ears. Some people think the eyes are an opening. That's fair enough. We have our anus where the poo comes out. We have our urethra where the wee comes out. And then you can add, and we have a vagina. They're all different openings. And they are all openings to special parts inside our body. So our mouth is an opening down to our stomach and also to our lungs. Our nose is an opening to our lungs. Our ears are an opening to our eardrums. Our eyes is an opening to maybe you could say your brain. Um, your urethra is an opening to the bladder, which you store the wee. The anus is an opening to the large intestine or the colon where we store our poo. And then you can say, and our vagina is an opening to the uterus where new humans grow. On that point, we need to remember that um, not all humans are born through the birth canal or through the vagina. So this is a good point to say that the vagina is the hole or the passage, the tunnel in, where, in which um, the outside world joins to the uterus where new humans grow. And most of the time, new humans come down through that tunnel made of special muscle and out into the world. But sometimes that doesn't work for lots of different reasons. And so a special doctor who is designed to look after people who are pregnant and um, new humans that are growing can make a special opening on the outside of where the baby bump is and the baby can come out that way. Point two is as an adult uh, we can uh, remind our brain 
that a conversation about how babies are born is actually about science and that it's wonderful and interesting and that we can remember that our four-year-old has no stigma or shame or concerns or worries about anything to do with genitals, private parts, uh, how babies are made or that, all that anatomy around that area. So we might be feeling anxious and concerned, but they are absolutely not feeling anxious and concerned. And if we think about in our head that this is just like explaining to our child why they have to eat vegetables and why they can't just eat cake all day or why instead of watching like a whole day of TV, we need to do different activities and some of them uh, would be walking or scooting or jumping on the trampoline because our body needs balance. So talking to our child about how a new human is born and that can happen through the vagina is just another one of these science conversations. And when us as adults think about it that way, maybe it will become a little bit easier. The other thing we need to be reminded about is that our children will need our permission to talk about this part of being human. So we need to demonstrate to them that in our family, we are allowed to talk about vaginas and we're allowed to talk about our private parts or our middle parts. And, and we do answer questions and discuss all the interesting ways that new humans grow and are born. And when we demonstrate that, preferably every week, then our child gets super duper comfortable coming to us with problems or questions they might have. Uh, if they hear from another child some weird and wacky thing about how babies are made that just doesn't feel quite right to them. When we've had a conversation like that, they feel a strong internal sense of permission um, and ability to come to us with their questions. So let's summarize. Yes, absolutely. The vagina is a good word to use to discuss how people are born and you can have a conversation about it related to all the different openings in the human body. Second point, you might need help getting over your fear and worry about using the word and that's completely reasonable. So you might think about this conversation as being a science conversation, just like you talk about exercise and eating vegetables. And the third point to make is that we need to give our children permission to have these sorts of conversations. So they come to us with questions or problems when they have them. And that's sitting in a car for another week where I've answered a question to help you raise your confident and caring young person who respects themselves and the people around them. And while I've got you here, can I ask for your help? Would you head on over to iTunes and write a review for sitting in a car? When you do that, other parents just like you find the help and support they need to do this part of their parenting even better. Thanks for that and bye for now.